Yeah. I'm on, I'm on, I don't even know what I was trying to say. What the heck? What are you on? Like nothing. (laughs) I don't know. You said you're on. What are you on? (laughs) Caffeine, clearly. Nope. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten. And we are... Mediocre, Mediocre content. content. <laughs> Still doing good. Rough. Okay. Rough. All right. How are you? Good. So this is our Halloween episode, and I'm like super excited. <laughs> I can tell, you. tell you, I I literally came on the Zoom with a witch hat yes. and like a spider web cardigan and my gemstone earrings. Like I'm into it. I'm here. I'm ready. And I did not dress up. I did not get the memo at all, (laughs) which is fine. I'm still feeling Halloween-y. I'm just very uh, late to the dress up game. (laughs) It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, So just to talk about some Halloween stuff. Yes. We're going to be doing all episode, but yes. What what kind of, so we just got Halloween decorations yesterday and I'm going for like a pumpkin theme um very trick-or-treater friendly we're living in a neighborhood with lots of trick-or-treaters nice yeah so I think it's gonna be really good um I did that spiderweb thing on the bush Cute. like with the you know the cheap whatever it is nice what what kind of Halloween decorations do you like um honestly I'm kind of uh I'm not a very orange and black kind of person I prefer purples and blacks that's typically mm-hmm. what I go for but we do have these yeah. two blow up skeletal dinosaurs that we typically put up and I really want to so get them cute. up but again in addition to my wardrobe being a little late to the ball game so is our decorating mm-hmm. skills so we need to put those up I, I'm I'm ready to put them up it's just finding the time to do it because they're pretty big so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh my gosh everyone in our neighborhood has the blow up game it's and like I, real strong I love it it's just first of all they're super expensive I don't know they are like they are super expensive so expensive and I think the one the one the biggest one that we have is a skeleton t-rex and we got him in Ohio weirdly enough at Menards so shout out to anybody who knows what a Menards is but um he was the last (laughs) one and he was on the top display and we literally he was on sale and we're like they're like well we don't have any more and I'm like well can we have that one <laughs> and so they gave it to us nice. at a discount which was fantastic so that's the only reason we have him <laughs> so love that yeah love that but everybody in our neighborhood also has blow ups they're just they're just so expensive so we have the floating pumpkins like on our front porch so we we oh. we got like some light up, cheap light up pumpkins. And we were hanging them with, um, fishing line. So it looks like they're floating and I'm so excited. I think it looks real cute. Are you going to do the candles? Didn't you say something about candles last week? So the the candles are in our living room. So I'm very excited about that too. It looks really cute. Very spooky. It's been a very sad week for, um, Harry Potter fans. Harry Potter which fans. Is the only uh, thing that makes me so sad because I'm like, oh, that's wonderful and also sad. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. So, but it's amazing to me. R.I.P. Hagrid. I know. It's amazing to me though that Tyler and I were talking about this this week, where movies like that, especially with people like Alan Rickman as well, they're almost immortalized. Mm-hmm. 
nowadays because of those films that they're in, which is great. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think people will continue to appreciate Hagrid long, long after, you know, so I think this will be, this is good. It's a good thing. But yeah, I see Um, uh, you've got uh, something going on here in our little cheat sheet. Yes. (laughs) Yes. On the cheat sheet. I have um, fat bear week. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. Might be kind of rude. So let me tell you. So Philip, my brother, told me Mm -hmm. that he likes bears one time. One One time. time. Nice. He's like obsessed with bears. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I found last year, I found this thing online called fat bear week. And so I've been spamming him every year nice. during fat bear week. And Beautiful. he like does not respond. He does it's, not care about it. It's that. because you made it his personality. I, I, imp- <laughs> I yeah, I, I impose this on him. Yes. It's fine. Either way. Hmm. So what, what fat bear week is for people who don't know, um, the Katmai national park in Alaska is home mm-hmm. to, um, 2,200 brown bears approximately. Wow. And basically, so between summer and fall, bears are eating a lot so they can go into Mm -hmm. hibernation. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. so they gain an obscene amount of weight. Right. And so basically what it is, is they pinpoint um, several different bears that they feel like are going to gain the most weight. And then they do like a March madness style bracket and you can vote online to see (laughs) which bear you think is going to get the fattest. I'm sorry. Are we fat shaming bears for fun? No, no, it's, it's, it's good for them. It is natural. It's affect their self-esteem. I wonder. I highly doubt it. They just want to, they just want to eat food. Okay. That's all they want. I mean, to be fair, me too. So I mean, yeah. Start that movement. <laughs> so, um, the winner of fat bear week. Okay. Was bear seven, four, seven. They don't even get a name. In, I know. <laughs> just for seven. <laughs> weighing in at approximately 1400 pounds holy crap and so i i i was writing this story on our cheat sheet and then a couple days later i was online and apparently according to the national park twitter Mm -hmm. um there was a scandal with the voting heaven forbid in in the fat bear week march madness bracket i know it's very dramatic (laughs) the drama very i know (laughs) nice so basically, um, there was somebody who like spammed their account and voted a million times more <gasps> for seven, four, seven, but once they discounted those votes and retallied, he still was the winner. Oh, so it wasn't like okay. it the results like a lot, but, oh my God. um, but yeah, who is Super- using their time to spam this kind I, of event? <laughs> you know what? It, People it's- care. People clearly fat bear week oh right. my god i'm gonna start caring i guess i feel like i'm gonna enter myself into that next year <laughs> i would Stop. love to be part of the action <laughs> fat bear week it's like I all bears there. and then kirsten and then me i actually get a name that's that's the sad part <laughs> they should give yeah. 747 you know what they should do what they should add is whoever whichever bear wins they should provide a name to that like that's their prize that's fair i yeah. feel like last year they had names oh really bear. well i yeah. wouldn't know because it's not like i'm following so i don't know but this is how they did it this year and oh wow i i just i and the pictures are so cool because you, oh, there's yeah. like a before and after right so oh. like in august 
when Jeez. on the website in August, when they're all like skinny, they're skinny legends. They have their summer body, <laughs> hot girl, right? summer. <laughs> a hot girl summer. And then in, in like October when wow. they're, you know, hundreds of pounds heavier. Jeez. It's like the, it's like the opposite. They're like, you know what? We've been dieting. We've been doing our, our fitness training, but this winter we're going ham on the ham going ham, and they yes. just go ham. <laughs> Yes. I love that for them. That's, yeah. that's positivity right there. I think it's a fun way to like yes. see nature. You know? Yeah. And they have, they also have, I think the national park has like live bear cameras too. Oh, you can like watch them and stuff. That's kind of cool. I would tune in yeah. for that. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of bears. I'm actually quite scared of them for no reason. Well, I, I mean, yeah. there's, there's reasons to be scared of bears. <laughs> they often appear in my dreams when I'm super stressed out. That's when I know I'm really stressed when I start having wow. bear dreams. So That's I don't know. Wild. I don't know All if right. this would uh, induce good things, but I might tune in. No. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's that's Fat Bear Week for everyone. That's and Philip, who never responds to my text <laughs> messages about Fat Bear Week. Philip, you need to get on the train. You're this is your whole personality here. Start start getting into it. She's sending it to you so that you don't have to do the research. That's right. I'm doing it for you. It's fine. All right. So um this is just our insert disclaimer here. Indeed. You know, yeah. don't take any of our information like it's worth anything because it's not um (laughs) including fat bear week (laughs) yeah take that for what you will i could be lying to all of you and you would never know um so that's to say do your own research if you're so interested yep um yeah so we don't give any professional advice we don't we don't know anything here we're just bullshitting on the radio exactly on the radio internet yeah for a single listener so definitely for, for, for one person. Yeah. D- depending on what you're interested in, do your due diligence. If you think something sus, it probably is. So do your research. That's that's the goal. That's it. And with that, we're going to jump into our good news segment for the week. You ready? Take it away, Kirsten. Let's go. First topic is another nature one. So we're on a trend now. We've got um, the subject of plastic eating worms, which sounds... Ooh very exciting so scientists (laughs) yeah (laughs) so sexy um scientists uh this particular one uh, is also an amateur beekeeper in their pastime uh they determined that the wax worm which i don't know what it is again do your own research that wax worm saliva can break down something called polyethylene and they are typically found in beehives, which is why that subject is related to the scientist. We didn't just yes. insert beekeeping for funsies. It's yes. related. Um, they are moth larvae that infest the beehives, which is yes. kind of, you know, also sus. Gross. So polyethylene makes up most of plastic bags, 30% of all plastic production. And this is good news, not for the beehives, but for our plastic problem, because this particular uh, worm could potentially be a good source for recycling. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like previous to this, only microbes were known to break down plastic, like how they use them for oil spills, I think previously and a couple of other things. But now we have actual like worms. Right. Which 
is good because when you're doing something, when you have something unnatural that something natural can take care of and it's not doing excessive harm or any additional harm, that's good news for sure. Yeah. Points for beekeepers being out yes. here, just like doing the most, you know, um, also good to know that there's a difference between amateur and like master beekeepers. I'm yeah. <laughs> sure there are <laughs> definitely master bee. I wonder what qualifications make you one or the other. I'd be curious to know. Um, I don't know. so, but yeah, out here saving lives, saving the planet, doing the most. We also have Mr. Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, hitting it up in a new show called The End is Nigh. Um, (laughs) Not sponsored. I think we have to plug. Uh, But I believe Blair may have already explored this particular show. So Yes. So um, I watched this show. I watched the first episode. I didn't even watch the whole thing, but I watched the first episode. And each episode is a different natural not natural disaster. I guess it could be. Mm-hmm. They're all disasters that cause nice. the end of the world, right? Perfect. Apocalyptic. Um, very apocalyptic for sure. And say. the first episode was on like um, a natural disaster where five separate um, hurricanes hit each of the continents. Good grief. Yeah. Yes. And there are like um, category five hurricanes yeah category five more than Katrina was Mm. so I think it was category five or category six they were intense yeah Yeah. and so he walks you through the entire like what would happen if this occurred and all the destruction and Mm -hmm. you know how it would disrupt all the food chains and like supplies and all you know just all of the devastation right then at the end he's like but this doesn't have to happen this way and here's the ways (laughs) you can help and it's very that at the end of the episode, I thought I was going to be really depressed and like really sad, you know? And he then was kind of said, you know, well, we can do alternative energy and we can do this and we can Mm -hmm. do that. And they were all like pretty reasonable. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like recycle, you know what I mean? They were like reasonable, um, solutions to the problem, which were really, really good, really good things to have. So one of the ones that I particularly enjoyed was, um, and I know some people are against wind farms, but I think they're cool. <laughs> and yeah. he suggested one of the things we could do to avoid um, the hurricanes making landfall is make mm-hmm. a wind farm oh. out in the ocean, right? And nice. the um, the force that the wind farm generates mm-hmm. would keep the hurricanes offshore. Interesting. Yes. So it would be less likely or it would be less it wouldn't be ex category five. It would be right. You know, a, a three reduce it. Yeah. it would reduce it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I thought that was really interesting. Did right. he talk about how many you would need to create that kind of force against a hurricane? He did. I don't remember the interesting. It's, it's pretty expansive though. It's like wow, you know, it's a lot. But yeah. um, you know, if if you're worried about like having mm-hmm. a wind. A, a wind turbine in your backyard that's you know this is a good solution it's in the know, ocean just put them in the ocean <laughs> yeah. yeah interesting um, yeah but then you know he also talked about electric cars and of course all the stuff stereotypical here. Yeah, yeah but he and he has science to back it up though which is nice because yeah i think you know science is always um, a better thing to have uh, <laughs> science rules i think is what yeah. you meant to yeah. say <laughs> 
science science is the best we love it science is here. oh my gosh that would be i can attest hurricanes are no fun uh having yes. been through quite a few myself um so to have other strategies like against them other than just waiting for them to arrive would be nice <laughs> Yeah, definitely would be a plus. I would be interested to know how long that project would take. And like, of course, you'd have to think about oceanic biomes, too, because how are they affected with, again, man-made plastic or materials like being put physically? What's the degradation time? Like there's lots of different factors that would have to go into that. But that's why we have scientists and that's why they're so amazing. Yeah. So it's obviously yeah. not like a perfect solution. There's a bunch of right. different ones. And I think um, right. we, but the point is, is that I think that he's trying to make in the show is, right. you know, we're smart enough and we're to come capable up with solution. Of, of not preventing this and coming up right. with solutions to the problem, which I think is a very nice take compared yes. to, you know, what Doomsday. you see on the news and all that. <laughs> right. So it's, yeah. it's good. It's a good, yeah. it's a good show. I like it so far. That's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely good news. And also kind of makes a good point for our next good news because it has to do with Hurricane Ian um, that just ripped through Florida, really, you know, traumatic for a lot of different people. Um, And there was actually a little bit of silver lining here. So unfortunately, they did not get the wind turbines out in enough time before Ian smacked them at a very high category four and five uh, when it made landfall. But There is a woman named Ashley Garner, uh, and her family lived in Fort Myers, which I believe was one of the like most devastated areas um, that got hit with Ian. And similarly, they're picking up a lot of debris, picking up their life, picking up their family uh, through this very difficult time. And I guess at some point during the storm, she ended up losing her wedding ring. Um, Oh, no. Which, you know, in the article, she does say, you know, I just kind of discounted it. It's just an item. We survived. You know, we're all alive. It's just a piece that can be replaced. Exactly. But she and her husband were out cleaning around the yard and her husband lifted something out there in the garage area. And there was her ring on the ground next to the garage (laughs) and it was like super magical and emotional because I guess for her it wasn't about the ring it was like for her it was kind of like a symbol of hope like everything's going to be okay yeah you know things do happen you know in a positive light even with all this destruction and devastation and so you know she said um she has a quote in the Fox article that they posted and she said I just sat on the curb I prayed to God and thanked him for providing and giving us a sign that there's hope for the community. And it's just, you know, just little things like that, you know, that just kind of lift your spirits in a situation that is truly horrible. And they are, you know, still trying to, you know, recover from. So I thought that was really, really nice. That's very nice. I love that. (laughs) And it's way better than like the classic, oh, my ring fell down the sink drain. Right. (laughs) way better than that way better than that and you know all that debris all that destruction I can't imagine you're at that point you're like no I'm never gonna find that thing yeah (laughs) exactly like absolutely not yeah Yeah. wow so good it's like those stories where um the dog um gets picked up by the tornado and then comes home it's like that (laughs) loyalty at its best yes (laughs) it's just like I'll I'll figure it out yeah (laughs) so yeah 
Um, yeah, great news for her. So congratulations, Miss Garner, for finding your ring and all the debris. That's awesome. Hopefully you're doing well with your family. Uh, and then our final good news, also super uplifting. Um, so there is a, an elementary school in California. They're called Westside Elementary. And their students have been providing positive messages on a phone line called Pep Talk, and that's P-E-P-T-O-C. Um, they've been doing this since February of this year, and basically anyone who calls in can get an unscripted message from one of the students. It's usually along the lines of, you know, you're doing great, everything is fantastic, you're so beautiful. It's just simple things that these kids uh, are recording and giving to this, whoever calls, you know, to so get, cute. get a little positive that. message. Yeah. They've actually grown so much <laughs> that they had to add a secondary phone number because they were getting so many calls. And I think they said wow. literally the one phone line they had received over 500,000 calls. <laughs> Just that's, astounding. That's great. But it speaks to the volumes in this world right now. Like any positive message is not only desired but like needed needed desperately yes. needed and like fought for and like whatever it takes i just Love need something that. positive so with that if any of uh us or our one listener would be interested in giving the phone number a call and receiving you know a good message they have two numbers the first one is 707-873-7862 or you can call 707-998-8410. And we're not sponsored by these guys. It's, again, just a cute little segment part that we just thought was really fun. Um, but they're also trying to keep it going. Got a little bit of a fundraiser going on to maintain it. Because obviously, if you've got that many phone calls and you've got two numbers, it's a lot yeah, to manage. You so need people. You yeah. do. So if anyone does want to visit their site um, and donate to their positivity pep talk hotline um we can put the description information we'll put the link to it in our description of this episode so you can hop on over and give them some support yeah yeah fun again not sponsored (laughs) just want to reiterate not sponsored it's just cute (laughs) it is cute yeah i love that I actually haven't called, but I plan to because I just want to hear yeah. a really cute kid. Give me yeah, you'll have message. to give us an update. I will. Next, for the next pod. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll call it before next time. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Yay. So that's the end of our good news segment. Okay. So now we're going to go into our first topic. <laughs> or, well, I mean, there's so there's two main topics for this yes. episode. It's going to be Halloween costumes Fun. throughout the years and then Halloween candy also exciting yes so this uh, <laughs> as our halloween special i felt like those were the most appropriate absolutely um, i i love halloween if you can't already tell <laughs> just um, up <laughs> immediately <laughs> it's it's just a spectacular time of the year i have it such is. fond memories growing up of like you know figuring out what i was gonna be yes. and you know putting together the costumes and the yes. makeup and just like and, and I mean, the candy, obviously oh, a yeah. definite perk, right. Yes, and for sure. just, we, and we never lived like in an, a traditional, you know, neighborhood growing up. So we would oh. always go to like a friend's house or our cousin's house and we would have Halloween at their house and they, cause they had neighborhoods and we would walk around with them and it was just all right. a very like positive and wonderful experience. And I really, yeah. you know, it was, it, it's a good, in my Agreed. opinion, it's the best holiday. 
It is the best holiday. I, I would have to agree with that because also I feel like it's one of those holidays where whatever gathering you're hosting or if you're going to a party, it's also not stressful, unlike Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas can be, you know? Yeah. Because it's like everyone's just literally there to have a good time and eat their weight in candy and like show off their cute costumes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, it's everyone so like fun. brings something to the table. <laughs> yes. When it's a Halloween party. Exactly. Right? So less stressful. And uh yeah, we're gonna be throwing a Halloween party. So oh, excited about so that. Exciting. Yeah. So good. But yeah. Um, Okay, so my first question is for you, Kirsten. Okay, are hopefully you it's a- not for someone else. <laughs> who is it? Who else? It's for would Dan, it- <laughs> our third, our third host that no one has met yet. Yeah, he's he's just sitting in the background. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. So, are you a thrift store person, like when to get your oh. costumes, or are you a store bought costume person? I gotta be honest, I am. I- I'm complicated, as if that wasn't clear. Uh, in our high maintenance, <laughs> our high maintenance kind of situation. <laughs> so when I was a kid, uh, we went to Party City for the for, oh, like, yeah. for the most part. Like that was the yeah. place to get it. And honestly, sure. if you look back, we had some. I would say we had some pretty cool costumes. But I have always been interested in doing kind of like uh, a cosplay level type of costume one day you know what I'm saying like I have aspirations I'm I'm crafty but not that level so it would definitely be bought (laughs) sure someone who is a professional sure but I am one of those people like if I could go ham I will because it's like I want that wow factor for myself and it's just the only way I feel like I can achieve it Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I would agree with you. I've always like wanted to have like an amazing professional level costume. Yes. Um, I, so I think we did a good like mix of, Mm -hmm. I think when I was younger, it was Mm -hmm. easier, you know, because like they, Halloween costumes are typically like at the store are typically geared towards young kids, which totally makes sense. Um, but like, as I got a little bit older, I think I would go to the thrift store and find like old dresses and, you know, just like stuff, you know, random things and just put them together and then put zombie makeup on and then call it a day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like anything is a zombie. That's the best. That's the best way to do anything else. Yes. It's like, I'm going to dress up as a totally normal person and just put zombie makeup on. Same, same. Yeah. Exactly. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. No, that makes sense. So yeah, I, it was. I, my favorite part, I think was the makeup though. Like yeah. I, I was really into that. Nice. Um, yeah. so yeah. So the first thing we're going to talk about is Halloween costumes. Um, if you couldn't already deduce that. Yeah. Um, so Halloween costumes are kind of important because it really is telling of what politics are happening Mm. in our society and like the popular culture and what people think is scary. Like it's very telling of societal norms at the time. That's true. Um, so in the early 20th century, Mm -hmm. people would dress up for Halloween, Valentine's day and Easter. There was a bunch of dressing up happening. And what? Yeah. Yeah. Valentine's day. Yeah. So they they would would put like little hearts, you know, they would wear hearts and like people would dress up as Cupid (laughs) and stuff. It was okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's a weird one. And they would have like, 
they would have like events like masquerade balls and, you know, um, get togethers that were themed sure. towards the holiday. Sure. Which honestly, I think that's a fun way to live. And I'm yes. sad we don't do that anymore. Absolutely. Um, so most costumes were homemade and they were very classic Halloween characters, you know, so you have your ghosts, witches, cats, pumpkins, and the moon, which I think is very funny. (laughs) This is an interesting one. (laughs) Like pre us going to the moon and we realized it wasn't that great, that great. So we just, the moon was one of the Halloween costumes. It's like the biggest form of idolization. No, I'm going to be the moon moon. for Halloween. Are we talking like the globe? Was there crescents involved? Like how, I wish there was pictures included in this cheat sheet. I know. So (laughs) I looked and there wasn't any pictures of this particular costume that I could find. Um, (laughs) I would imagine it would be like a crescent moon situation, but I don't know. Never know. Um, So just use your imagination. Somebody just out here uh, dressing as a full moon. A full moon. (laughs) That could be taken weird. Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. Don't dress up like that for Halloween. (laughs) We're past that era. Um, so also during this time, um, I want to acknowledge people did dress up as people from other cultures and races, which we now recognize is very insensitive and not appropriate. Definitely. Um, so I wanted to acknowledge this. I don't think it needs to be said any further. We know that this is just part of our history and we're acknowledging it and we're moving on. Correct. (laughs) Um, so most costumes during this time aimed to hide the identity of the person, um, which was important because this was the time when there was more tricks happening than treats. So the term trick or treating, um, came a little bit after this, but Mm -hmm. this was definitely kids were really getting into trouble and like doing very, very tricky things such as Mm -hmm. they were, they would like throw flour at people. I'm not really sure exactly what they were getting at with that, but then they were there. The article said they were stealing their neighbor's fences. I don't know how I know. Like, wait, what? (laughs) The only thing I could think of is like, Oh, well, most people, like some people had livestock or something. And so that would like let all your lives. Oh, but I don't know. (laughs) That seems weird. I don't know. It was weird. That's that's what they said. Yeah. I can't even tell you how to hold. I can't even. Some of these fences are pretty heavy. I don't even know if I could like lift a fence not in the ground, but to like conceptualize pulling it out of the ground and carrying it off somewhere. I got the impression from the article that this was a like groups of boys specifically they how said it was many boys. i don't know per I, pack I, <laughs> a pack of wild boys a, a pack of wild boys stealing fences on halloween <laughs> i don't know so shortly after this in the halloween of 1933 this was mm-hmm. during the great depression mm. so people were very agitated Obviously. during this time yeah um so young teenage boys all over the country. This was not specific to one place. Um, <laughs> flipped over cars, sawed down telephone poles, Good set Lord. stuff on fire, like w- just arson. Raged. A typical was, Halloween night. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. So the adults mm-hmm. decided that they needed an activity. Clearly. And so this is where <laughs> trick-or-treating and haunted houses and costume parties and all that stuff was 
doesn't brought out of kind of seem like a reward (laughs) for being a troll (laughs) like a reward (laughs) it's like yeah it's like a reward Reward. also can we point out packs of boys packs of grown boys were doing teenage well grown enough i mean they're like you know what we don't have anything to do on specifically october 31st of every year so you know what arson (laughs) and the adults were like let's give them candy (laughs) they need an activity we need to distract them something to do oh my god what the hee-haw is this so that's where we that's where trick-or-treating was born wow yeah so wow um i know i know that's a process um, and a half (laughs) so with this new tradition um costumes became popular to cater to children and so therefore we have you know the cartoon characters like mickey mouse and donald duck and like those like things were becoming more catered towards children right 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 so then we fast forward to the 1950s. Okay. And you could buy um costumes from the store and people were able to afford it at this time. So nice. it became more expensive. So instead of your traditional like ghost witches cats, right. Um you have like princesses, mummies, you have Batman cuz Batman was a popular um yeah. you know character yeah. as he still is today. Absolutely. Um, Frankenstein's monster. Cute. Um you know Classic. Things that I think our generation probably thinks yeah. of as like classic Halloween. For right? sure. For sure. Uh, um, yeah. So, and then, so in the seventies, we started getting more political and Lovely. this was, so Richard Nixon was the, <laughs> has, and was the most popular presidential mm-hmm. Halloween costume mask. And I think I've seen like Ronald Reagan and Hillary yeah. Clinton and Barack Obama. So like, oh, for sure. Trump, you know, for sure. Th- th- so in the seventies, all the political co- costumes started making an appearance on the scene, which is um, interesting. I think, yeah. Also, because I know that there's some countries out there where to mock in that way, like a government figure, even if you disagree with them, is like extreme taboo. And America is just like, let's just put this plastic, like America. gooey face on right. my face, and I'll parade around with like peace signs <laughs> in the yes. streets. Yes, that's amazing. So yeah, we 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 expanded. We did 70. above um, and beyond. <laughs> So in the 80s, 90s and beyond, we're seeing so after like major horror and sci-fi films became very popular, such as like Star Wars and Mm -hmm. E.T. and Friday Mm -hmm. the 13th, we see like Jason costumes and, you know, Princess Leia, um, Yoda, E.T. Yeah. So So again, so another marker, another evolution of costumes for sure. Yeah. and the sexy costumes, like, <laughs> you know, like sexy police officer and sure. things like that mm-hmm. have been popular since the 1960s. And I looked up one and it was sexy Bert and Ernie. And I think that's outrageous. That's horrifying. Is, you can make a sexy costume of anything. It's and creepy. some of them are deeply horrifying. Yeah. Deeply horrifying. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't. I think also uh, not to get. um 
into the sexes, I guess, too much. But I think specifically also geared towards female costumes as well and how that has evolved very aggressively. And I would also say it's interesting to see the adult costumes in the stores these days that are considered sexy and also to see a good majority of them considered one size fits all as well. So potentially eliminating sizing options for some of them, because I can tell you one size does not fit all. It's true. (laughs) It's true. But it's it's very interesting how that has evolved to be extremely sexualized and also not inclusive. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, yeah, double win. (laughs) Super great. Love that for us as a society. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a little history of the Halloween nice. costume. Nice. Yeah, we've come yeah. A, we've come a long way. We have. Yeah. Um. So now I would like to get into. So I have like three different lists here okay. of cost, like very popular Halloween costumes. Okay. Um. And some of these are throughout the years. Okay. Um. And then some of them are just, and one of them is just Halloween popular Halloween costumes for this year. Okay. So let me see here. I've got so um <laughs> Cosmopolitan yeah. the magazine put out Halloween cost popular Halloween costumes since the 1950s. And some of wow. these people, I'm gonna be really honest and say I have no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> but they used to be like old movie stars and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um so in this particular one, in the 1950s, the most popular Halloween costume um, for couples was like Norma Desmond from Sunset Boulevard. Oh. And um, in 1951, it was Alice in Wonderland, which I love. I think that's Cute. fabulous. Yes. Um, oh, Singing in the Rain. That's yeah, cute. 1952 singing in the rain. I think that's cute too. Yeah. I would love that. And that's easy to do. It looks like it's just a, um right, rain just jumps. like a raincoat and an umbrella. Yeah. And easy. then that's easy. <laughs> um so then 1953 is Peter Pan. Nice. Super fun. I think that's when that movie came out too. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Um 1954 is Godzilla. So we're taking a turn towards the yeah, horror movie. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1955, James Dean. So, um, in specifically in the movie Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, um, that so seems he like was, an easy one too. Yeah, especially yeah. for guys, you know, just like a red jacket, white t-shirt, and jeans. You know what's interesting? The this is what's in, this this is crazy to me. I just thought had this thought looking through these. So obviously, all of these are very popular individuals in that time frame or very popular yeah. new films that are taking off. It's also interesting to me that previously, if you think about the older costume ideas, it was witches and ghouls and Frankenstein yeah. and those kinds of things. Those were all the fears and uh, like community concerns, like sure. real community concerns, vampirism, things like that. And like, the old old days when they had like Salem witch trials and things so that was like their version with all the stories and communications in the olden days talking about these crazy creatures and suddenly they became like this fun 
thing to dress up as and like kind of mock and make fun of yeah a little yeah. bit and it's funny too because i guess i hadn't thought that those things would have been attributed but it was still popular society culture and in very like very popular in conversation to talk about oh yeah she's getting burned because she's a witch and then we dress up as a witch because it was <laughs> popular yeah. to talk about in that culture in that time frame <laughs> so it's it's interesting just from that perspective <laughs> yeah so halloween costumes well, have always been pop culture like right. regardless of like what time period you're in yeah you could consider that like vampirism and things kind of like pop culture for that time period yeah absolutely (laughs) interesting not in a good way because people did die and that's horrible horrible but it is interesting that that was the the main topics (laughs) for the time i i agree yeah Yeah. so another like hallmark year is Mm -hmm. 1959 marilyn Mm. monroe was the most popular costume and i mean come on she's still a popular costume today absolutely an icon truly Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. 1960 was Marion Crane from Psycho, which is a very popular Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, and the famous scene of her in the shower, like people obviously weren't dressing up as her like (laughs) naked in the shower because that would be inappropriate. What a great costume. Um, So affordable. (laughs) So affordable. (laughs) Um, but apparently in her, according to this, like Mm -hmm. her style outside of like movies uh, was very iconic so i mean look if you're balling on a budget <laughs> that one <birthday> scene suit. <laughs> it might be it oh my god <laughs> um 1961 holly golightly from breakfast at tiffany's a so very cute. fabulous movie love it um 1962 jfk and jackie O. no surprise there so Not that's political that's political yes. before the 70s right yes. very popular yeah popular love that um the lucille ball was in the 60s as well and elizabeth taylor right yes yes love 1965 the rolling stones you would have to have okay this is what's also weird you would need a pack of boys speaking of you would need a whole (laughs) pack of boys to do things like the rolling stones or the beatles or any popular band costume you would costume. need, yeah, you would have to recruit for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you really would. Or you could just like have a rock and like roll it. <laughs> and that would be a rolling, the rolling stones or have multiple rocks. <laughs> I don't think the puns were all the rage back then. Maybe no, they were but secretly, I, but that's a good I one. I feel like today that could be an okay one. I like yeah. the pun costumes. They're really fun. Yeah, they are perfect. Yes. Yeah, like raining cats and dogs. That oh one's gosh. that one's iconic. I love that one. <laughs> I love it. All right, nineteen sixty six Star Trek. No surprise okay. there. That could also no. be an individual or group costume. Yes, that one's a little more versatile. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen sixty seven. I dream of Jeannie. She's cute. Yes. Very. Cute. <laughs> I like it. Um, nineteen sixty eight. Casper, the OG ghost, the OG friendly ghost. The friendly one. Yeah. I think all the ghosts previous were probably a little spooky. And then they got Casper and they're like, yeah. yeah, And then, and then the friendly ghost in Harry Potter came next after that. True. True. Very true. Is that all right? No, he was a poltergeist. Never mind. So 1969, a famous, another famous musician. Can you guess? Uh, Lay it on me. Is it Elvis? Elvis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then 1970, the Beatles. You so know, we knew they were coming. Here's the thing about Elvis, though. People dress like him outside of Halloween these days. Yes, they do. I find yes, a lot of do. him in Vegas, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. Most that is where he is known to be found. Another true, immortal. True. I like that Elvis. I think he's much more, <laughs> much more relatable than was like, he, regular um, Elvis. Was he? Um. Uh. Was he one of the bears that they? We're watching this year in Alaska. Nah. In the Fat Bear competition. <laughs> Full circle. That was a terrible joke. I tried. You know what? You gotta you gotta do what you can. All right. No, fat Elvis was not a bear. Rude. <sighs> um 1971, Willy Wonka. Because that's when Willy Wonka and the Char- chocolate factory came out. The OG. 1972, The Godfather. <sighs> Wow. You know, I've never actually seen it. Neither have I. <laughs> Nobody come for me. Nobody. If you say anything about it, I will ignore it because I've yeah. never seen it. I've never or, seen I it. am I am the worst about movies, honestly. Like Wasn't it also I, a book? Uh yeah. I think I it think was so, a book. But I think the movie was more popular than the book. Pro oh well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, because I've never seen it. I don't know either. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Truly the worst. Mm. Okay, so 1975, Jaws was very popular. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I wonder if they went as the shark or the guy. I would say the shark, probably. <laughs> that 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 shark scared that the shark. crap out of me when I was a kid. I don't know why. I like I was watching it as like a ten year old, yeah. and obviously now as an adult, I realized the animatronics were absolutely garbage. Yeah, but. I was terrified. I had dreams about sharks for like a week. Horrifying. It was awful. No, I I wonder if most of the costumes for that were handmade or if there was some kind of pre-made Jaws costume. I cannot imagine some of the people who went off the chain with the Jaws costume. I bet they were some pretty awesome ones out there. Yeah. Or yeah. it was just Jaws, but it looks like left shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So spooky, you know, like animated Jaws. Yes. You know, it would, yes. would be. I think that would be a vibe, actually. Oh be like, God. I'm Jaws. No, man. No, nope. not. not even close. <laughs> oh, All right, man. 1976. We have Rocky. Nice, we love that. Love 1977. It. Our favorite princess, princess, princess Leia. Leia, with her beautiful love, cinnamon buns. <laughs> we love the cinnamon buns. So good. 1979. We have our introduction of Superman. Nice. Which I have many friends who dressed up as Superman as a kid. Probably I feel like so. Superman and Batman were very popular with the young oh, yeah. men in our generation. For I sure. don't know if Chris ever did. I'd have to ask him or look back at some photos. I don't know if Philip had like a Superman costume, but I don't Phillip know if Chris didn't, did. But our friends, our close family friends did. Oh, cute. And so they like they would go as like Batman and nice. Superman and all that. I don't know if Philip ever went as like a superhero. Uh, let's see. 1980, Daisy Duke from the Duke's okay. Hazard. I can okay. tell you a thousand percent. Yes. In my area, this even as like obviously we weren't born in the 80s, so I would like to preface that I was yeah. born. I was a 93 kid, but yeah. even then, even in the 90s, this was still a very popular costume to dress up as Daisy. Very in- popular. In Southern Virginia. In Southern Virginia. This was popular. And even in high school, 
we would get um, the O1 stickers and I had one on my computer. I don't know if you remember this, but I had one on my computer and it legit said, I heart Cooter. And everyone was like, you heart what? And this is at an all girls college. I was wondering what that's about. <laughs> it's from the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, oh it's the God. O1 car and Cooter is in the show. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. it makes sense now. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to ask her about this sticker because I, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter that much to me, but now I understand. Now you understand. This was a very popular topic and a very popular I, show. I have no, the, the most I know about Dukes of Hazard mm-hmm. is when they remade it with Jessica Simpson and she did the boots are made for walking song. Ah, uh, yes. That, that is the she only knowledge. One. I have of Dukes of Hazard. I liked that version. I think yeah. she did a pretty good job, but Jessica Simpson was all the rage at the time too. So it kind of worked True. in her favor. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. could have done anything and they would have been like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Jessica. She's blonde and she's skinny. blonde, <laughs> which is funny because Daisy was not blonde. Right. She's brunette in this yeah. picture that I'm looking at right now. Yeah. But she, yeah, she was not a blonde. Um, And then 1982, we have Annie. Cute. Oh, 1983, Madonna. An iconic <laughs> costume. I feel like a lot of people still dress up as her for sure. You know what? I think between her and even like modern, like Lady Gaga is probably popular. Yeah. Because it's just oh all God. about the costumes and even the music videos that she was in and the red carpet stuff that she would do. Just I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Lady Gaga comes up in several of the lists, Perfect. especially for the early 2000s. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I wanted to dress up as her so bad, but like really? I couldn't, I couldn't get the, so I guess I just didn't have the time or the energy True. to like come to like make the costume. Cause it's work it, and the Amazon wasn't really a thing then. So I yeah. couldn't like get it together. I had no money. I was in, you know, high school. <laughs> yeah. We whatever. were also in school. <laughs> yeah. And so, but yes, oh my God, that would be so good. Very cute. All right. So 1984, uh, Ghostbusters. Nice. And this, so popular. this is relevant because in Stranger Things, they dress up as Ghostbusters oh. and it was like in the eighties is when the series is set. So I feel like this is very accurate to that. Gotcha. Okay. We love Ghostbusters though. Oh my God. Iconic. It's nice that they captured that reference though. I've never seen yeah. Stranger Things, but it's nice that they went the extra mile. All right, 1985, Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Are we surprised? No, we are not no, surprised. No, not One at bit. all. <laughs> not even a little bit. All right, I'm going to, let's see. Oh, 1987, RoboCop. All nice, right. nice. Sounds good. Another classic movie that I have really never seen. I have not either, honestly. Truly the worst. Yeah. We should be shunned. Oh my <laughs> <Nah>. gosh. <laughs> we'll be fine. Um, 1988, we have a wonderful cat costume in the form of Garfield. <laughs> One of the cutest uh, um, joke cats, comic cats. Yes. Amazing. 1989, no we have the introduction of Batman. New superheroes. Mm-hmm. I guess RoboCop Batman. is a superhero, but. I guess. Yeah. And then 1990, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Also nice. need a, a, a big group for <laughs> Yes, that yeah. definitely a group costume, but I feel like you could definitely do an individual one too. You could. It wouldn't be as cool though. No, you would need the crew. And also you would need at least five if you wanted to do Master Splinter as well. I feel like he was True. very neglected during this era. The yeah. focus was on the turtles. There was a rat involved, guys. Okay. A yeah. full man rat. 1991, my ah, personal fave, Morticia yes. Adams. Okay, truly but which a queen? Which version? Because there's two. There's Angelica Houston, 
but there was one previous there was a there was yeah yeah, there was an adam's family previous but i don't remember the actress's name i'm partial to the angelica houston version she is fabulous she's so good first of all that whole like (laughs) that remake of the adam's family is a special place in my heart like it's so good and then wednesday is my fave she is Okay, 1992, Catwoman. Nice. What up? Michelle Pfeiffer, the OG Catwoman. We She's love. gorgeous. Halle Berry did a great job, too. And so she did, did Zoe Kravitz. I yes. feel like all the Catwomen are equally as amazing. They all did fantastic, yes. All right. And then 1993, we have Jurassic Park. I like that my Halloween decorations are <laughs> dinosaurs, and that was the and year in which year. I was born. <laughs> Like, I guess it's carried through from birth. I love that. That's wonderful. Now we got all the blow up Halloween ones as well. You can dress up as the the blow up dinosaurs. Oh, I know. I know. So popular. Yeah. I feel like those would be so hard to walk in, though, and just generally move around. Caden did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty hot, though. I mean, it's all plastic. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably very warm. All right. 1994, which is my birth year. Uh, we have the Lion King is did the you, best Halloween costume. Did you dress up like popular. a lion? No, ever? no, I didn't. No, Ew. but I did have a Lion King t-shirt that I wore and held yeah. on to for a very long time. I'll give you that one. You can have it. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's such a good movie. I love yeah. those. All the Lion King movies are so good. On VHS, nonetheless. On... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, it throwback. <laughs> All right. So then in 1995, we have a reappearance of Star Trek because the Voyager series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. came to popularity, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So 1996, we have a very iconic screen. And I know I've said iconic like three, four times now, but it's true though. Yeah. 1996, we have Scream, which yeah. is the mask. I don't, the I mask. remember, I remember growing up and yes. they were in all the stores, like everyone had one and they had, there was yep. one that you could pump like red liquid into and the yes. blood would like come down. Yes. That was crazy. I, it, yes. I, yeah. it was very popular. Like everyone had one. Even now, even yeah. now, even on, you know, TikToks and things that people that are doing videos with that mask still today, that is yeah. the mask that they're the- using. The Halloween mask, mm-hmm. for sure. Crazy. 2002, Hermione Granger. We Specifically. Love. We love <laughs> Just, a Harry not Potter Not Harry, costume. not Draco, no. not Voldemort. Hermione, Hermione Granger. Granger. Yes. We love her. Okay. Any, first of all, let me just put this out there. Any mm-hmm. Harry Potter costume. Yeah. I'm here for. Yeah. Any absolutely. Harry Potter costume. Still. I yeah. love all right, 2003, we have Spider-Man brought to you by the Tobey Maguire franchise, which is <laughs> controversially the best franchise. Oh I, you can fight me on them if you want. I, I can't fight you. I am not into Spider-Man. Listener, you can fight me on this if you want. <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man. Bring it. I mean, yeah. Tom Holland, though, is good. I'll give Tom Holland. But I sure. the other ones, I just I can't get behind. I'm sorry. Jack Sparrow in 2004. Not surprised. A ton of people dressed up as him. Yep. 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 Uh, 2005, we have Grey's Anatomy cast, which Mm. is also not surprising. Um, I think a lot of this era with Grey's Anatomy brought in a lot of like 
instead of it's just like the sexy nurse costumes, yeah, people actually dressed up in scrubs, which was okay. refreshing for those nice. of us in the medical field. I wasn't okay. in the medical field at the time. Right. But I feel like looking back on that now, it's I would appreciate that. Sure. And it's also really a comfortable costume. Yeah. Yeah. 2007 no. we have hannah montana oh my gosh i bet she cringes every time she sees this now I get the best poor miley world. <laughs> she's like wow glad that era is gone <laughs> done all right and then we've got the cast of high school musical another yeah. really great group costume that i saw no one wear no and i honestly was not on the high school musical train either i wasn't oh. a disney channel kid that was my gateway drug to zach efron <laughs> honestly <laughs> gross <laughs> We love Zac Efron. Sure. <laughs> he cute. All right. Now we have Lady Gaga. Like Fantastic. We've been talking about this entire time. Yes. The best. Truly. The best. Yes. Um, and there's so many different ways to do Lady Gaga. Too. Similar That's to Madonna. Thing. Yeah. 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 So many true. different ways. Many eras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2010 Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Great oh, movie. Not surprising. Not surprising. No. Very good movie. Yeah, love that. And then 2017 Wonder Woman, not surprised. Very good movie. Honestly, a level up in her costume as well, because previously, obviously, she was a very popular comic at the time. I'm surprised that she didn't get more popular. Like, I'm surprised she's not in this list sooner, honestly. Yeah, like with the Superman. Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought there would be more like Green Lantern or the Flash or something like that in the in the like the most popular. But this this look for her in these movies phenomenal so good phenomenal uh 2018 the nun horrifying movie that i've never seen nope well Uh, never very terrifying though yeah don't look it up terrifying all right 2019 is hustlers that movie with jennifer lopez cardi b and never saw that that either i I never saw it either yeah Yeah. i didn't apparently it's very good though i don't know yeah okay all right Let's see. And then and that is it. the end of our list. Yeah, that's, that's end. it ends in yeah. 2019. I wonder, well, you know what? I mean, 20, 2020 didn't probably have was Halloween. COVID. So yeah, that exactly. makes sense, actually. 2020 that, that and 2021 would yeah. be COVID. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's unfortunate. That's actually really sad. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what other kinds of articles, taking a break from the Halloween though, I wonder what other types of articles like this end in 2019 because of COVID probably a lot because there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time to take a break. I'm exhausted. Uh, you should be. <laughs> There's a lot of eras going through there. I we'll know. See, yeah. But uh, we'll see you after this break. Hey. hey. We're the husbands of mediocre content, bringing you an ad segment that's missing well in ad. This is a break brought to you by us because we're the only ones crazy enough to sponsor this thing. If you'd be interested in sponsoring the mediocre content podcast, and we understand if you aren't, contact our mediocre wives at mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. For now, enjoy this brief break from the podcast before we throw you back into more unimportant dare we say mediocre mediocre content all right welcome back from the break we hope you had a good time away we're getting into our second half of the podcast and we're talking about candy (laughs) Okay. 
So this is the portion of the program where Kirsten and I fight each other for approximately <laughs> five minutes. Put up your dudes. I ha- I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. Okay. <laughs> okay. Brave. This- sure. Yes. Controversial yet brave. Sure. Um. All right. Candy <clears throat> corn is a disgusting excuse <clears throat> for a candy. I'm so mad. <laughs> And the texture is wrong. The flavor is wrong. It is artificial and disgusting. Okay. Period. All right. Um, My initial question is, what did you expect it to taste like? I don't really know (laughs) why you're like, oh, the texture and the taste. What else (laughs) would you have assumed it was going to taste like? Well, okay. So it doesn't, it's like wannabe white chocolate. It's sugar. That's what I... It's disgusting. It's God. like, it's like I, <clears throat> I artificial flavoring and all that. I'm like good with all those things. Like mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I am, mm-hmm. I am. I love it. It's mm-hmm. so good. But like candy corn just rubs me the wrong way. It's not good. Well, it's not meant it's for like the chalky skin. <laughs> it's not good. Look here. I look it, here. Okay. Candy corn is a tried and true, but what I will say is that the staple candy isn't actually the candy corn. It's actually the candy pumpkins. And let me tell you. Yeah. So those can go too. Oh my God. Those can go too. You can go right to the garbaggio (laughs) because I'm going to tell you the pumpkins are so thick and perfectly shaped for noms where candy corn they're rogue you might bite your finger by accident they're small and snippet little candies the pumpkins are where it's at if you've never tried the candy corn and it's and it's branches isn't that the brand i think it's branches specifically those are the ones it's it's just weird i don't know it's not weird (laughs) you froze (laughs) it is weird it's not weird. I have full support. Actually, this is this is good. Listener, we would love to know your opinion. Either send us an email about whether you're pro candy corn slash candy pumpkins or not, or send us a tweet. Tweet us about it. We'd love to know. We'll put up a we'll put up a tweet about it and you guys can let us know what you think. Cause I'm pro we'll do a poll. Yeah. I, I'm pro candy corn all the way. Well, on that note. <laughs> all right. Now we've got that out of the way. <clears throat> um, so we're going to talk about candy. We're going to talk about the um, origins of candy on Halloween. Yes. So in the eighth century, we're going way back, way this, back. Um, so Halloween used to be called All Hallows Eve originally. Um, yeah. It and it, it originated from like a Christian holiday mm-hmm. called All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in those in the eighth century in those days Uh um they used to make soul cakes and these are small round like shortbread biscuit cakes um it doesn't sound bad at all yeah um and these would go out to what they called solars s-o-u-l-e-r-s Okay. Um, and those were, and the people, the group that made up the solars would be like children and poor people. 
and they sang, they went door to door. They sang kind of like carolers. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they said prayers on behalf of that household's family. And in exchange, they handed them a soul cake. Wow. That's really cute. That is like, yeah very far removed from what we do now <laughs> yes very yes. far removed that's actually kind of like heartwarming almost yeah yeah, yeah. I think like it's a, a cute little tradition yeah. yeah so fast forward to 1914 ish um apple bobbing became very popular <laughs> which is weird uh, um I know <laughs> um and it originated at a Halloween party um in Kansas because hmm. this woman, I guess they were stealing all of her apples in her backyard Oh, on Halloween. And so she was like, I'm going to have a party and everyone can eat the apples and we'll just bob for them instead. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, just that, that rowdy bunch of dudes again, just out. Yeah. Causing trouble. It was common. This is what the article says. It was common for pranksters to wreak havoc on people's Jeez. property at the time. Just, just Halloween sad. was wild in the early wild. 1900s. I don't understand yeah, at all. Definitely you could get arrested not. for that. This, I was going to say. You could get arrested yeah, for that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Um, so this woman who held the party in Kansas pioneered, like, parades and costume contests and, like, general merriment nice. for Halloween. I do yeah. like merriment. Yep. Yeah. So, um... In addition, at these parties, this this section is called "These Nuts," and you'll see why in just a second. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy! <laughs> American Americans would occasionally get together on Halloween for Nutcrack Night festivities. Which How sounds ex- exuberating sounds, for those of for some people that would sound incredibly painful, but Ooh. for others, um, it meant that people ate freshly harvested hazelnuts and chestnuts. And in some cases, a young man would mm-hmm. assign names to each one of his hazelnuts or chestnuts, and mm-hmm. they would stick them in the fire. And the one that burned the brightest was mm-hmm. the woman that he was supposed to be with. Oh, forever. I'm sure that's exactly what that tradition was was after. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. mean, I wasn't there. So <laughs> don't come for me. Oh, right? my goodness. How creepy is that? Kind of wild. Background. It's Just wild. wild. I know. Them boys. Um, <clears throat> and then, so another tradition involved a young couple putting two um, nuts in the fire to mm-hmm. see if they jumped apart or stayed together. Mm, they definitely jump apart. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. People Lots need of, stuff to do. I don't know. That's just weird. All right. So going to the 1930s, kids mostly ate baked treats, fruit, apples, um, specifically because nice. those were in season, I think in most places mm. and then like nuts, coins and toys. So that's kind of nice. fun. I think it would be really cool if we still did baked goods. Like I understand that there yeah. are hazards that come with going to strangers houses. Yeah. Um, so it's probably not like the best thing, yeah. but I think I would love to bake cookies for yeah. the neighborhood kids. I think that would be nice. It's just like, there's so many, and I know there's ways to avoid it now because there's like different colored lights and different colored pumpkins you can put out to like signify that you're not carrying like allergenic kinds of things to give out to trick-or-treaters 
But mm-hmm. I imagine most of that, like it's prepackaged, you know where it came from for the most part, you know, if it's peanut or gluten or whatever the case <clears> may be. So I can imagine that's a little bit tricky, but little knickknacks and stuff, that'd be so cute. Yeah. 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 So I think well, and we'll get into this because yeah. it gets, it gets worse, but um, I think. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. I mean, now if you give out fruit, you're like the healthy household. Yeah, like, like thank you good. so much for this orange. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, I definitely did buy like little um toys and stuff for kids who like are allergic to peanuts. Nice. I think that's cute. Like that little vampire teeth and like yeah. bubbles and you know, stuff yeah. like that. I think it's cute. Yeah. Okay. So um in the 1950s, kids got strictly candy. Nice. And the candy companies finally started to catch on. Right. So Hershey's obviously was a major factor. Um, this was around the time that um, Hershey's chocolate bought like Reese's and yeah, um, made, you know, Hershey, Pennsylvania started to yeah. become a thing. So it was a huge, started to become a huge deal. And so then consequently in the seventies, mm-hmm. sealed candy bars became a huge a huge popular thing. And a lot of that was due to safety. Um, yeah, because I guess in 1985, which is in the eighties technically, but you get what I mean. Yeah. 1985. Um, well, so there was deaths. Kids Mm -hmm. were dying in the seventies after around Halloween time and nobody figured out why I think it's because of the prominent serial killers that were (laughs) present in the seventies, but like, nobody wants to listen to me about that. Um, and in 1985 a study showed that none of these deaths were caused by poison candy but at that point the damage was already done and you know prepackaged candy had become a thing so here we are it could have also and there's similar to your serial killer theory there may also be one where maybe the uh candy companies spread it themselves so that they I would mean, buy yeah. the prepackaged stuff from <clears throat> you know straight from the vendor I mean that might be us just being jaded but like also <laughs> very possible I would I not mean, put it past them I wouldn't either honestly if you're gaining that kind of popularity and you really just want to kind of stick stick it in there for good and be like yes this yeah. is this is my territory now I feel like companies might try try pretty much anything I mean, yeah, Yeah. definitely. It's also convenient, Um, though, to be fair. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It's easy to buy. It stays for a long time. You know, you can just buy it whenever and then hand it out. With bulk Um, bags, with variety. Yeah. Yeah. It's also really easy for kids to just, like, put their hand in the bowl and just take out a bunch of stuff. And also, if you've got that variety, they can choose also like they get a little bit of choice in that it's like fun it's more fun yeah yeah exactly so this year Mm. it is predicted that as a country we will spend 10.4 billion dollars on halloween and three billion of that will just be candy holy cow i know I mean, well, to go back to the initial conversation decorations themselves have skyrocketed in price like you can't even buy a wreath under 20 bucks these days i know and like any kind of lights for outside blow-ups like Mm -hmm. whatever it's expensive yeah 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 i don't but also i think too people are gonna go like all out this year because it's the first year that people feel comfortable going trick-or-treating after covid 
Yeah, that's true. And also, I don't necessarily know if, and this is just back to price and skepticism, I guess. I feel like people aren't necessarily spending more money on Halloween. It's just that much more expensive that anything they spend would account for that kind of scale. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I mean, you know it, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Inflation, yeah sure. exactly. Yeah. So they might be buying more, but it might just also be way more expensive than it's ever been. Yes. That's yeah. also fair. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So now we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> so I found a Los Angeles times article, um, okay. that ranks Halloween candy. Beautiful. And the criteria that this person use uses, mm-hmm. and this was actually written in 2020 when we were not doing Halloween. So in lieu of Halloween, they published this article saying, yeah. like, we're just going to focus on candy because everyone can get candy. Yeah, you know? exactly. So um, the criteria that this person used was um, <clears throat> taste. Okay. And general spirit of Halloween. So like packaging and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't think a Milky Way has ever told me, yeah, I'm real high spirited about <laughs> Halloween this year. <laughs> really Super pumped. Super pumped. Um, and then the second thing is Halloween trade value, which I think is very important because very important. I have again, very prominent memories mm-hmm. of sitting after Halloween. Yes. And then my cousins. And my brother and me all sitting in a circle yep. and pouring out our candy and then yes. just like divvying it up. It was like, it was yes. like, it was, it was amazing. It, it really was, amazing. was. And the best part was the parents, like my grandparents and my mom, literally we would dump everything on the table and it was like a yep. free for all. They're like, Oh, I like this one or, Oh, I like this yeah. one. <laughs> so I love that. It's clearly tradition for everyone to just dump it all out and, and take what you want. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. it. Um, also if you like whoppers, you're weird. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty sure my dad was that guy. I, I think I, he likes whoppers. I don't know if he I still does get on that train. I think one of my cousins did. It's dry um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's the not, flavor, but it's dry. Well, and my mom spoiled us and would like buy the real like malted milk balls from like old fashioned candy oh. companies. And those were actually really good. But okay. the Whoppers, like so a the Whoppers were always like a, a letdown for me. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense though. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yes. the, and the Halloween trade value, if it's the higher the number, the more likely it is to be traded. Okay? Like so as in they don't in want it. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So first on the list, number one, controversial, Mm. um, Reese's peanut butter cup. As in that is the number one candy. That is the, the one, um, the number one ranking has to do with the classic yellow and orange wrapper Mm. and combined with the crimp, crimpled crimp crimped black paper nestling each individual cup <laughs> that seems very sensual for a peanut yeah. butter cup <laughs> yeah i mean this is the los angeles times so somebody <laughs> professional spent time writing this um yeah yeah so this is what this person feels is the number one candy i would disagree i know okay. my husband chris would totally agree with this tyler he, as well reese's obsessed yes 
Yes. Um, I would also like to say that the peanut butter cup is not the best version of Reese's. I think the pumpkins no. are better. I think the pumpkins are better. Okay. So Reese's, I would give them credit for being one of the more versatile candies because they do come out with holiday shapes and yes. like do their due diligence to be on brand for the season. So I do appreciate yes. that. But actually, I like the fast breaks. It's not even seasonal, but the fast breaks are oh, fantastic. Yeah. I don't Aren't know what those they the do. ones with like the the wafer in the middle. Uh, I or don't... no, the they're the ones with the the pretzel in the middle. I think that's like a new age version. I don't oh, know. Okay. This one Never was mind. this one was literally just like a souped up peanut butter cup in a in a log. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> a log Not form it. from what I remember. But it was the flavor was really different. I, I don't know what okay. they did differently, but I yeah. I, I think know. I think the pump the Reese's pumpkins and the Reese's Christmas trees are superior to the traditional Reese's cup. Do you want to know why I think that is? Because there's more chocolate. Exactly. Because yeah, I think the, the ratio is better. Yeah. You've got way different ratios between peanut butter and chocolate because it's just bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta so be those the I would say, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah. So this guy says Reese's is number one. I don't know. Let yeah. us know what you think. Yeah. Um, I, and then the Halloween trade value ranking is two. So it's very desirable. Nobody yeah. wants to trade that. Yeah. Okay. Understandable. All right. So number two we have is Kit Kat. Now I like Kit Kats. Kit Kats are like definitely my favorite. I love yeah. all the different flavors you can get at like Japanese candy stores and stuff. I think that's super crunch. fun. The crunch. The crunch. Yeah. I like to have variety. I like to have yeah. variety in textures. Yeah. 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 Me too. Variety in mouthfeel. You're welcome, Chris. I use your term <laughs> mouthfeel. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> Keep your moist. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, get out. Re, uh listener um kirsten hates the word moist yeah it just so, keeps saying it you and yeah. your nasty mouth noises that's the last time i'm gonna say it that's it mm -hmm. all right anyway so kit kats is number two um do you have a favorite flavor of kit kat or do you like just the classic ones girl i'm a tried and true and just yeah, go with the plain honestly same. though i say that the um the white and dark varieties actually mm -hmm. weren't too bad, but I would always go back to just the regular. I agree. I love the milk chocolate Kit Kats. Those are the best, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I like the matcha green tea ones too, though, which oh. is it's kind of obscure, but I oh. like I like the matcha ones too. And the I peppermint ones. The peppermint ones are good. Oh, I bet they taste like uh, Thin Mints or what are those? Uh, sort of. You know sort what I'm of. trying to say? The ones they give you at Olive York. Garden. Oh, Andy's. Andy's okay. mints. Andy's mints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones so, they give you at Olive Garden. <laughs> now, I think the Halloween trade value on this is 12, which it's I think high. is kind of high. Yeah. I think that's really high. It's high for a number two ranked candy. I agree. Weird. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Now, number three is Butterfinger. And I'm just going to put it out there right now. I am not a Butterfinger fan. Honestly, I don't like number three or number four. You don't like Twix either? Mm -mm. No, oh I, I don't like Twix. the flavor of either one. I think they're both garbage. Okay. All right. Controversial for Twix. I don't think there's a lot of people that go like, don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. But Twix, I know that there's some fans out there. I'm yeah. So Butterfingers, I think, are less popular than Twix. I like Twix because I like the caramel or excuse um, me, caramel, caramel for some of the, for, I say caramel. Caramel is where it's at. Because I'm from the South and that's from what the we South. say. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah. I like Twix and the cookie is good. I like the shortbread cookie. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Again, though, this is what's weird. Let me me. tell you, Butterfinger has a high or lower trade value than Kit Kat does. Kit Kat's 12, Butterfinger is five. I... I'm trading my Butterfingers Absolute, all day long. Every day. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'll take whatever I, think I can I, get. I remember trading them to Philip because he liked yeah. them the most. I, I hate, I uh, for Twix and for Butterfinger, I would 100% trade them for something else. Yeah. yeah. Twix, Twix trade value is 10, which I mean, I think that's suitable. Yeah, I mean you're you're weird because you don't like Twix. I think most people do. <laughs> well, so I that's feel 10. like I feel like that is a suitable trade value. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I would say maybe a five. Maybe switch the Butterfinger and Twix. Eh. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Number five is Starburst and Haichu. Now I like this article because it included Haichu in with the Starburst. And I'm going to say something controversial. I think Haichu is way better than Starburst. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think, I didn't realize that they would be lumped together like this. Haichu is okay. Starbursts are okay. I like both of them, but specific ones. And I think that's yeah. what, what does it in for me. If it's a specific type or flavor, I won't okay. trade it. But. So the guy in the, who wrote the article says that, um, Let's see. So he says that the proper ranking of the Starburst flavors. Oh. So strawberry, cherry, lemon, and orange. Now, I Mm. would disagree. Is is the pink ones, are they strawberry? I don't know what the pink ones are. Okay. All right. So yeah, everyone likes the pink ones, right? That's pretty universal. I don't dislike the pink ones, but I don't, I do not agree with his order. Yeah. Honestly, I would do cherry, strawberry, orange, and lemon. Okay. I like cherry. Yeah. I like the cherry ones too. I never got the hype about the strawberry ones. I like lemon and cherry, I think the best. Do you? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're an 18 on the ranking though. I That's know. That's pretty They high. are very tradable. I find it surprising. I don't. No? I would trade Starburst for a chocolate candy. Would you really? A hundred percent. Yeah. Ugh, I'm, well, I... I do prefer the fruity ones more than the chocolate. Yeah. I would take fruity over chocolate. Also, nobody asked, but I think the mango high chew are the best. <laughs> and if you haven't had a high chew, I would highly recommend it. I think it's very good. I, I like it because the fruit flavors are not as artificial as the Starburst ones. And That's I think, true. and I just, I, I like it. It's like a nice, refreshing, chewy candy. You know what isn't included in this, which I find interesting, are the now and laters. And honestly, between oh, all three of those, the yeah. now and laters are elite for me. I would trade I any of those for a now and later. So now and laters, I feel like are a very old candy. I feel like that's not something <laughs> is, that it's not a mainstream candy. Because I ate them in high school. They sold yeah. them at our candy shop in high school. So. There. Yeah. We'll allow it. <laughs> all right number six um number six is m&ms now m&ms trade value ranking is four i don't know who is out here holding <laughs> on to their m&ms <laughs> but oh i don't know i i think i like peanut m&ms the best i am not a huge classic m&ms 
fan. Yeah, I don't but, like And also, can we just confirm? I need to confirm something. Okay. Let me know what okay. you think. Um, the mini M&Ms that come in the little tube. Oh, those are way better than like so the classic better. M&Ms that come in the little brown And bag. again, I'm going to go back to the Reese's. It's all about concentration. You got a lot yeah. built up in that little itty bitty yeah. bite. And then when you put them all in your mouth at the same time and try not to choke and die, that's where it's at. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's where just it's the at. The whole tube. The whole, yes. the whole experience is just yes. throwing it back. <laughs> just praying like for the M&M best shot or something. it is <laughs> so we're doing as kids you know <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god i yeah yeah all right good i'm glad we got that out of the way Definitely. all right all right number seven is whoppers which you, you don't already like. know how i feel about the whoppers <laughs> it's got a and 21. The, i think the, the tw- 21 is the trade value which i 100 percent agree with it's incredibly high that. yeah um how do you feel? You don't care about Whoppers that much, do you? I mean, I'll eat them. They're not my favorite. That's fair. All right. Yeah. All right. Eight is Snickers. Now, I think this is controversial because I feel like mm-hmm. Snickers would be higher up on the list. I feel like as a as a society, yeah, I assumed. I assumed Snickers and Milky Way as very classic or even Three Musketeers would have been pretty high. Oh, yeah. Because oh, that's yeah. what you find in all the goodie, like all the variety bags. You still find mm-hmm. this mixture in it. But yep. I don't, I've never liked Snickers, honestly. Yeah. It's not my go-to. No, it's, it's really not. But I do like the differences in texture in a Snickers bar. You know mm, what I mean? Like I like that there's the peanuts and the caramel and all the nougat if you will i think like a texture or two is is a good medium if you've got more than two going on i've probably written you off already yeah (laughs) it's too much going on yeah halloween trade value is eight so i don't know it's pretty middle of the road yeah all right number nine is tootsie pops now these are wonderful they take forever to eat though they do but I do not like the classic ones. I actually loved the ones that came in all the different flavors, and lime was one of my favorite. Do you remember those? No. They had I rem- to- oh my gosh. I remember. Okay, these are the flavors I remember. I remember um, orange, which was my favorite yeah. one. Right. Orange, cherry, vanilla. What is the vanilla? What color? It's is blue. That? It was the blue. blue one. Okay, yeah. So the yeah. blue one, mm-hmm. and then the brown one, which was chocolate on chocolate. I think. Oh, I don't remember the brown ones. No, they I had remember a, the brown ones. They had a green one and it was lime and it was fantastic. Interesting. Yeah. Those are my favorite that. though. I would have traded the uh, they had the long ones which was fun, but yeah. I think 7 is a good ranking for this though. I, yeah, I would say seven so. 7 for the trade value. Yeah. Is very good. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. All right. Now, Skittles. Eh. Eh. It's kind of like M&M's for me. I could go for it yeah. or I could pass on it. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not holding on to my Skittles. Me neither. It's, yeah. And you also do have to put all the Skittles in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> same choking hazard. Yes. <laughs> same experience. My, you're not doing it right. In my opinion, you have to do that. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not doing an individual Skittle. I'm sorry. Eating old school kind of candy means that it always has to be a life or death experience, which is why things like sugar daddies and Tootsie Pops were after you. <laughs> Okay, so number 11 on this list is Crackle, Hershey's, and Mr. Goodbar, like all in the same ranking, which I, I would find agree. weird. But I would I agree. Mean, yeah, yeah. 
honestly crackle is okay between crackle and crunch bar i would rather the crunch and Mm -hmm. uh i don't like mr good bars yeah 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 okay number 12 is crunch bar Mm -hmm. and that's that so oh by the way the um trade value for the hershey's mr good bar crackle bundle is 19 which i think is accurate that's fine for me super high yeah um crunch bar trade value is 16 i think that's accurate too i don't think crunch bars are super agreed or super great i mean they're good yeah they're they're better than just your plain hershey bar i guess you could say agree all right now 13 sweet tart smarties and bottle caps how do we feel uncomfortable i love sweet tarts Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I would put sweet tarts over starbursts in my own count. I love feeling like I'm eating chalk, but <laughs> the Smarties, the Smarties, I could pass. Bottle caps always had an awkward flavor for me. I was not a fan of those. Yeah, I agree. You know? But I agree. Sweet tarts were where it was at. I like those. Okay. So I would say I would put Smarties over the sweet tarts because Ugh. Smarties have like a sour flavor and I'm huge. I love sour. If you Sours, thought like I was grape. eating co- chalk, <laughs> I feel like I'm just saying uh, Smarties is all chalk. Preface, hold on, hold on, hold on. Smarties, the the chewy ones, the chewy Smarties, not the not the chalk round ones, but there's like a chewy version of that. What? It was very yeah. Um, are we talking like sprees? No, well, oh. kind of. No, I, well, that's the texture, but it was a Smartie. Oh. Ew. Or no, sweet tarts. It was a sweet tart. <laughs> Laffy Taffy Airheads. All right, you can miss me on the Laffy Taffies. I'm not a huge fan. Airheads are superior. Airheads are superior, and I'm kind of offended they lumped them with Laffy Taffy, honestly. I know. I know. And I then, would never trade an airhead. I remember the banana Laffy Taffies Ugh. were especially disgusting. Ugh. I don't even know why they bothered. I don't know either. Disgusting. Yeah. The only good thing about the Laffy Taffy is the joke on the back. Oh, yeah. That was iconic. You know what? I think Airheads tried to do that their version of that, didn't they? Really? Yeah. I, that. I feel like I remember Airheads kind of diving into that, but I don't remember if that was like a fever dream or not. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. What flavor Airhead is superior? I just want to Ooh, know what you think. Cherry. I was going to say cherry. I also like the mystery one, too. Yeah. You know it's all of them. It's just whatever they have left over, right? What? You didn't know that? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So from what I understand, oh my God. I the, love quote, that. mystery flavor is just literally not dyed, and it's just a mixture of whatever flavors they have left over in the vat. <laughs> Obsessed. I learned that a couple of years ago. I was like, makes sense. <laughs> it's a mystery. Sustainable <laughs> candy making. Everyone. Yes, we're here we for love. it. If that's true, I, I believe that yeah. is the case. <laughs> Who knows? I'm, I'm gonna. I love that. I don't yeah. care. I mean, believe it. Just I for love fun. That theory. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have 15. Is Baby Ruth gross? Really? Ugh. Are you serious? Yeah. Gross. Okay. I like oh. it. Well, good uh, for like you. It. It's got a 13, so it's kind of high, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Raisinets and Junior Mints. How can you put this in the same category? I they was wondering the same. 16. And How? Do- both completely different, mind you. Yeah. 
Junior yeah. mints. First of all, anything minty is my jam. Mint and I chocolate love. for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big fan. So I don't, I don't know. But I, in perspective, to be fair, compared to the other options, I would probably trade in a junior mint for an airhead. Realistically. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's number sixteen. Well, and in the article, it looks like he's kind of making the point that this is like movie candy. It's not Halloween candy. So I mean, but it, they come in small packages. They do. They do. It's like milk duds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Wavelength. So yeah, trade value is 25. That's fair. Oh, Tootsie I just. Rolls. <laughs> oh. I just realized that number nine is Tootsie Pops correct the suckers oh did you not feel that way about tootsie rolls no i feel or the same about it... both oh okay all right <laughs> i feel the same about both that's why i was confused you didn't know what i was talking about but you're if it was a tootsie pops then it would have like grape and cherry and stuff like that that makes yeah. sense yeah but they were not superior to blow pops i'll go back and say that blow pops were the best i'll give you yeah i think okay. so the watermelon blow pops to be specific oh I like the watermelon ones the best. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So Tootsie Rolls, high yeah. trade value at 29. I think I think that part of this high. attributes to the fact that like, I feel like you had all your Halloween candy and that you had the fun size. And yeah. then there was just like a bunch of Tootsie Rolls in the bottom, you so know, many. and there were so many. So they were so <sighs> easy to trade. And, you know, I feel like that was the candy that we grew up with, like Tootsie Tootsie Pops and Tootsie Rolls and those kinds of things, they were the in candy at the time and yeah. also probably the cheapest candy to buy. So yeah. it makes perfect sense that there were so freaking many. And they came in different sizes. And I like they the did. bigger ones better, like the, yeah. the longer Tootsie Rolls. Very yeah. good. Harder to get through, but definitely worth it. Yes. All <laughs> right. 18 is Pop Rocks. This is I fun. never had them. Really? I never, never had them. Pop Rocks before. No, I I think there was like a, a maybe. It, yeah. You know what? The article does talk about it because there was this big thing where they're like, oh, if you eat Pop Rocks, it can like mess up your digestive system and like cause stomach issues and things like that. So I never I never ate them. So I've oh. never really had them, except I say that, but there was a crunch or a crackle bar or something that incorporated popping at one point. Yeah, I did eat those. So maybe it was the same thing. The 4th of July Oreos. Um, oh, really? Had pop rocks in the cream. Interesting. They were very good. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I I pop rocks are fun. I don't think I would choose them as like a candy no. to consume, but if I had access to them, I would eat them. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, for sure. Trade value ranking of 6 though. So apparently nobody's it, giving away their pop rocks, which makes sense. They're kind of like a rarity sort Yeah, of. they're also fun, I guess, for kids. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 19 is Heath Bar. I barely know what that is. Honestly. I've never had one. Yeah. yeah don't know. Okay, we don't care about that. Nope. Number 20 is Milky Way, you which I like. made it. Yep. Yeah, I do like Milky Ways. One of the big five, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Babe Ruth, and Butterfinger. So, yep, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. 21 is Sour Patch Kids. Love. I love, love, love yes. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids are where it's at. Elite. Yes. Elite candy. Definitely. I, I, again, I love anything like all sour candies. All sour. I'm here for it. Yes. 
Remember the uh, warheads? <laughs> yes. Those were yes, so intense. So good. <sighs> All right. Rolo and Milk Duds. Yeah. I, eh, yeah. I mean, I like Milk Duds. I originally, when I was younger, I thought I didn't like Milk Duds, but then really? I retried them as an adult and I like them. Like, yeah. I don't, it's got a really high, a 28 for a trade-in value. That's pretty high. And I can honestly say yeah. as a kid, I did not eat these. I still don't no. eat these. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry with the next one. <laughs> yes. Okay. So 23 <laughs> is candy corn and the trade value is 31 because it's heart wrenching corn because it's <gasps> disgusting. No, it's not. It's delicious. It it's, it's a classic. Gross. <laughs> it is a sorry excuse for a candy. Oh, I'm, so, I'm in so much mental pain right now. My childhood is ruined. <laughs> oh, look, now or later 24. Oh, Jolly Rancher, now and later and dots. I'm surprised Jolly their trade in value are, is so high. Jolly Ranchers are so good. So good. And may have you seen that TikTok of that kid just crunching into one? No. Oh my gosh. Terrible. Uh painful. He yeah. literally just chomps into it and there's tons of people stitching it going, I don't know what your teeth are freaking made of. I know. Dang. I was like, that makes my teeth hurt just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. Now and later's too though. You gotta let them soften first. You do. You do. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think this is the same concept of, as like the Tootsie Rolls. There's just, they're right. so little and there's so many of them just like yes. in the bottom of so the bag. Much. It's true. You, know, you can only eat so many. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, 25 candy, jewelry, and novelty lips. This. Okay. Candy jewelry in particular. First of all, it's a trade in value of one, which I find hard to believe because I, I can agree. tell you every teacher would Every teacher hated these when they became a thing mm -hmm. um, because as if kids weren't being disruptive enough, now they're literally eating their necklace in the middle of class. And right. also they tasted like full on dirt. Yeah, it was not good. Like I thought Smarties tasted like chalk. This is right. like next level. It's next not good. level. I don't even know what if, I don't even know if it was actually candy or if it was yeah. just like sugar that they refined into a shape. I don't I don't think I've ever had the like lips. Before. Oh, no. Definitely but they not. sound disgusting. So I'm not I bet doing they are. Nope. Yep. Uh, oh, Twizzlers. Okay. Mm. I am saddened about, about this because Twizzlers oh. are arguably my favorite candy. Gross. Um, you can get out of here with your red vine energy. I am a Twizzlers person. I am neither. I think they both taste like butts. <laughs> uh, I love Twizzlers so uh, much. Disgusting. And I'm sad that they're 26 and their trade value is 23. That's it's pretty exciting. high. That's pretty Twizzlers. high. Every time I go to the movies, I get Twizzlers. Gross. Good for you, though. <laughs> so good. All right. 27. So when I was a child, Three Musketeers mm -hmm. was my fave. Yes. Like, I as well. loved Three Musketeers. But as yes. an adult, I have refined my palate and I can't do it anymore. I really like it. I think the it's weird for me because as a kid, I don't remember having this happen. But I feel like as an adult, some of these candies leave like a weird taste in my mouth nowadays. And it turns me away from it. Well, I've also read that as you get older, your tolerance for sweet things decreases. It's got to be because I'm not a I'm more of a popcorn person than I am a chocolate person. And it, yeah, and I definitely hate the aftertaste. In fact, the only chocolate I don't experience it with is lint chocolate. Yeah. The, the like one. upper tier yeah chocolate yeah it must be like the um like i don't like whatever uh whatever they put in them nowadays that makes it taste like that i don't know yeah not it's, a fan 
artificial sugar substitutes yeah, probably definitely but like yeah i i have found that as i've gotten older i yeah. turn i would rather have doritos yes than, like a chocolate bar oh and speaking of that i loved getting the mini chip bags for halloween as well oh, i know they were so good i wonder if i don't know if they're on this list but that was i would love a bag of chips <laughs> i know i know <sighs> i i was the same way and just yeah. a sweet just a little segue here yeah um cool ranch or nacho cheese doritos cool ranch i would agree on it but i would agree cool ranch as a kid as an adult nacho cheese dipping in sour cream damn i have never done that before if you you haven't done it you have to dip your regular good old tried and true doritos into the sour cream and you will thank me later oh my god i'm so excited i'm about to get so fat okay um (laughs) just in time for halloween we can we can enter the bear thing the holiday (laughs) season can we is there still time to enter the fat bear contest i will be there just you wait um all right (laughs) number 28 28. (laughs) Uh, popcorn popcorn balls balls. i don't think i got one of these i don't think i got one of these either as a kid i've had one before at like a party or something oh okay um but not trick-or-treating no they're really hard to eat and they're kind of messy i don't know nice um uh, 29 is gum ew you know what though (laughs) here's the thing i think it depends on the gum because i gotta tell you if i got that hubba bubba or the um that really the the one in the yellow package bubble something it was like the pink latex Um, flavor (laughs) oh um no it are you talking about the um the footlong bubble no, no 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 it's um uh double bubble that's double what bubble. it is oh double yeah bubble. and it's got like the blue yes. and yellow. yeah yeah yes yeah. i, I loved it, getting that i specifically remember this um <laughs> i have a very intense memory of um the double bubble bubble gum being sold at um the baseball park like the local yes. ones when we were growing up Love. and like all the boys <laughs> It's always oh, the boys. boys. Dag nabbit. Sorry. This podcast is not against like boys. <laughs> we're in we're both happily married. We're, yeah. I know. We're just hating on the boys this week. Apparently so. Um, but they would, you could get like 10 pieces of gum yes. for like 25 cents or whatever. Facts. Right. Yes. And so they would get all 10 and put it in their mouth and then pretend that they were like chewing tobacco or Ugh. something and like spitting with the Typical gum. Like, boy this material. Stupid. This is why <laughs> that's gross. It's it not is gross. Good. No. Um, <laughs> but I never really liked that kind of gum because it, the flavor would go away so quickly. It would, it was more to see how many you could fit in your mouth at once for me. That's that's fair. That's fair. Also sounds weird. <laughs> get it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, thirty is money. Who, Who was giving money? out money? <laughs> money I went to the wrong house. I know. But you know what gets me about this one? It has a ranking of three. Who is trading <laughs> money for candy? I Who? know. <laughs> this should be number Trade one. Value of three. That is wild. <laughs> I the weird. This is weird. Who's trading in money? All right. 
So that is, I love that. I love our little conversation about candy. That's so nice. <laughs> Such strong opinions. Such strong opinions. It. And honestly, we'd love to hear your opinions too. So if you agreed or disagreed with any of the rankings, definitely let us know. We'd be interested to know what you traded in and traded up for. Hopefully not money. And if you did receive money, tell me what house you went to because right. I went to the wrong What kind one. of neighborhood were you living in? That's Ooh. what I want to know. Dang, at least give me the, you're going to give me money or, uh, or one of the full size candy bars. Those were the ones, you know? Yeah. 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 The people, God bless the people who handed out full size <laughs> candy bars. It was honestly. expensive. I'm sure. I'm uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Costco, I was looking at them at Costco the other day. Cause I was like, maybe we could be the house that has that. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Pricey. Um, I know. So it was like 20 bucks for like 10 candy bars or something. It was too much. It was not yeah, good. Definitely not. So that's all I got. You got anything else? I don't. That's it. Right. Well, this wraps up our episode of mediocre content. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. This was we a fun did. episode. I'm it very excited. Yeah. And now we turn things over to you for our MC Q&A segment. Uh, or we would. We had anything sent our way, but that's all right. This is still episode two. Still get in a groove and hopefully you guys are still having fun with the second one so far yeah feel free to send us any email questions comments episode topic suggestions if you want or send us or our email our email is mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a tweet at mediocresquas um and as always, a big thank you to you uh, and me, because we are the producers, sound engineers, and editors. Uh, and a big thank you to our husbands, as always, for doing our ad segment. We really appreciate it. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next, see you next time. time. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>